0: need to train people who can do it because, again, your quality has to stay high. If your quality drops, then everything else starts to drop off. So you need to train people first that you're going to be involved in that. The next thing that you should be doing, teaching your salespeople how to sell your company. You need to be portraying the value that you want them to portray to the random people that they're knocking on the door.
1: And the beginning, you have to do everything. We had a lunch today where a guy was like, how did you like do it at the the beginning? I'm like, brother, I worked all I did for years. That's all it is. And then like eventually, you get to the point where the only the activities you're doing. It's what nobody else knows mm-hmm. how to do or can do at the same level as you. Bet like, on yourself and put in some upfront work.
0: Exactly. Like Sometimes you're going to have to put in some work and like eat it for the first little bit and not get paid. Like You're not going to do this and then you're going to be a millionaire right. next year. Like You're probably right. going to have to eat shit for a little bit.
1: You got to keep letting go of things that you used to do and find good people to take those on. But you have to get into areas that are outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Everybody, whatever their role is, should feel uncomfortable. And then you know you're in a good spot.
0: Chris Crown, he, it's a great quote that he always says, like, would I, I look at what i did last year and i make sure that i'm not doing it this year because if you're doing the same thing the year before like if you're doing the exact same thing you haven't outsourced a single thing you're stuck you're not growing
1: we're back discipline to win episode 11 today we've got a awesome topic to talk about today to where me and nick have been excited we're gonna pretty much give everybody the skills and knowledge and tools they need if they're down to their last 10k what can you do to go and turn it into an indefinite amount of money like if you're down on yeah. your like on your ass 10k to your name how do you take massive action to take your life to the next level
0: yeah no credit like honestly no skills too it doesn't really matter where you come 10 from grand. and there's thousands of ways that you could do this yeah and people talk about it all the time there's so many different ways that you could you're really down to to your last couple of dollars. How do you how do you turn it around? The one that we're going to talk about today is, and it's more because of our area. We're kind of from like a more rural yeah. background, like suburban. Where, like this wouldn't rural, work if you yeah. live in like New York City. No, but but like, we could talk. like yeah, could, there's a million. We can get into yeah. all of it, but essentially, the if you're down to your last ten thousand dollars, what we're going to talk about today is how do you take that ten thousand dollars. Utilize maybe some of the skills that you have from like a people aspect and turn that into a business that is six and could go on to be a seven figure revenue. And what we're going to talk about is
1: it's scalable, sustainable, yep. and sellable.
0: And getting and getting easy easy labor as well, easy entrance with with a labor skill. Yeah. And we're going to talk about building out a lawn care service slash. Um, pretty much all encompassing landscaping. like landscaping yeah. company
1: Yeah, um, and we've worked with probably we've worked for and yes. with like 10 to 15 landscape companies that we've like you know paid as like to manage our properties and everything else and yeah. actually doing the work for so we've got all the different perspective yeah um, and i'm sure this could also be one of those things that everyone says like hey you know it's easy from the mm-hmm. outside you know I no disrespect to anyone in that industry first off as a disclaimer yeah um, i'm sure there's a lot of challenges that we aren't expecting but i can tell you what we bring to the table is massive action and execution and the ability to go all in on anything and i think yeah. that's also a preface to you know any skill industry job you want to do if you come in day one with max massive execution and the ability to like Put it all on the line. You're probably going to be successful. Yeah,
0: honestly. because it's it's a, like what you're trying to find. If you're down to your last like ten thousand dollars or five thousand dollars, you're trying to find something that you're like, okay, how can I take most amount of action and start making income immediately? Like immediately. You can't that like same. Day. You don't have time to do thirty or sixty or ninety days of no. market research or no. find out what product is going to be the best. Like, on you're
1: on your ass. Like
0: you're on your ass. Like you need to yeah. find money to eat. So like, what are you going to do? You're going to two things. You can do. You can work 18 hours a day and you can sell yourself to people. So those are the two things that you're going to be able to do that aren't going to cost you like any time or money. You could just immediately start doing it. You have nothing but time. Nothing but time. So the first thing that you're going to do, let's say it's $10,000. You're down to your last $10,000. What are you allocating that $10,000 towards?
1: So it's going to depend immediately on one of two things. If I have a pickup truck, Like, that is already my, like, company vehicle. And I'm now going to go and pay a graphic design company or, you know, any type of sign company probably $250 to slap any name of whatever I think of Mm -hmm. on the door of my truck and on the back windshield of my truck. And that's now visibility every single where I go. Me, as a customer, I have called many landscaping companies where I've literally just seen their yard sign or a billboard because I just need something immediately. And my first call is always, I will hire you, but I need you today. And the amount of people that will actually come today is almost next to zero. Yeah. So you're going to get traffic from just being visible on your vehicle. So if you have a pickup truck, immediately go to any type of you know vinyl signage store and get just some name slapped on the side of the truck and on the windshield with a phone number. Just throw your cell number on there. If I don't have a pickup truck, I'm going to go to U-Haul and rent a pickup truck for $19.99 a day. Now, we have a cost here that, you know, you're going to have to pay for fuel and that cost, but I don't know how you really go about this without – no one's going to really hire a landscape company if you're showing up in a, you know, Toyota Corolla. Yeah. So you need the pickup truck. If you, you know, have 10K, already have your own truck, you don't need the cost of renting a pickup truck – I'm going to go and take $1,200 and buy a trailer mm-hmm. for the pickup truck and then go directly to Lowe's or Home Depot, get a zero-turn mower, get a backpack blower, some push mowers, some string trimmers, shovels, rakes, all the et cetera. You could probably accumulate all of that for under five thousand dollars. And again, you're going in
0: to any of these places, you're asking if they have credit cards, if you could apply for literally Before you spend a dollar. Before you're spending a dollar, where you're looking at is how do I leverage my money to the maximum. So like, hey, I have ten thousand dollars here. Like you could see that I have like ten thousand dollars here. Can I get all of your credit cards? Can I get this type of long term financing option if I'm buying a piece of equipment from you? You're looking at a way to increase and I think that's every single maximize your leverage. That's but that's in all types of business. It doesn't matter if you have $10,000 or you have $10 million. At the end of the day, you're always looking, how do I maximize my leverage to get the most out of my money? Right. How do I utilize debt to get the most out of what I'm trying to do?
1: And I can tell you when I worked at Lowe's in college when I was 18 years old and had Lowe's income, which was $7.15 an hour, I applied for a Lowe's credit card so I could use it to buy like gas cards or things like that to like get leverage to help me live because yeah. it's tough living on minimum wage. And I was 18 years old and they gave me a $5,400 credit line. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, I mean, it's pretty much baseline. If you're yeah. 18 and above and you're like living, breathing, Lowe's yeah. will probably give you a four dollars to $5,000 credit line. You could probably get all the startup things you need to be respectable in this field on 100% credit. And the yeah. minimum payment on that's going to be like $200 a month. Yeah. So realistically, if you have a pickup truck, you're going to go to Lowe's, be able to get everything you need, either on a credit card or with your first 5K, or you're going to go to U-Haul, and then rent a pickup truck for nineteen ninety nine a day, and still and go to Lowe's and get the same stuff that you need. Yeah. And if a customer is asking about the U-Haul truck, you just say, "Oh, your truck's in the shop," but you're so dedicated to making sure your clients get taken care of, you had to solve the problem exactly. and make sure that there's not a break in service. Yeah. And so, like now you have what you need. Then what are you doing next?
0: Yeah. So, and I and I think even to maybe backtrack one step, the way that you do this at maximum efficiency is you find one other person that has the same yeah. vision that you do of like, hey. Dude, we're screwed. It's tough alone. Like, it's tough alone because, essentially, and what leads me into my next point is what you want to do is you want to identify strengths of the two people that you're working with. So you have yourself and a buddy, let's say, and you're like, okay, like this dude's a grinder, and let's say he had some experience in like cutting lawns, and he knows like How his to do way patterns. around landscaping. Yeah. yeah, he just knows like the proper way to do it to yeah. do it in the most efficient way. And your other boy can sell. Like he's yep. good talking to people. He's presentable. Like you need to divide and conquer. So yep. the first thing that you're doing is you're identifying your target market, whether that be in your own neighborhood, whether that be you're gonna go to, and, and most likely if you're starting out where you're driving a U-Haul truck, you're gonna go, need to go into probably not lower ni- income not housing. Yeah. You can't go into million dollar neighborhoods yeah. and be driving around trying to pick up business. They have guys that have 15 truck fleets yes. that are already doing their stuff. So you need to start where you can either undercut a market or you can come in and like their guy sucks and you can be like, Hey, yeah. I'm gonna do this better, I'm gonna be here and I'll I'll be here twice as much and I'll charge you. Yeah, the or same I'll amount. do
1: your like let me do your yard right right now for yeah. free and I'll show you that we'll do a better job than the other guy. Yeah. So But then I'm gonna be back five days from now and you're gonna pay me this. Exactly. So immediately what you're doing is you're trying to gather
0: business. So whether that be let's say with a couple hundred dollars of your ten thousand, you've spent, let's say, half of it on equipment. The other, like the two things you're looking at are, okay, one of you is door knocking. Like one of you is literally going to every single door in the entire neighborhood and door knocking and asking if you could do a free cut on their lawn or a free hedge trim or something to show that you're adding value so that you can get that name on your list of people and then you get them on your weekly. So you're like, okay, I can at least account for this $40 lawn next week, this $40 lawn next week. The other point of that is leveraging social media, which is free, and leveraging sites like, like I know Angie's List is a popular one, to where you could post on there and be like, hey, I do this, 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 and this, try to, with your people that you're already door knocking, and let's say you did their lawn, and the next week you come back and you do it again. Hey, did you like your service that, that we provided over the last two weeks? Oh yeah, it was great. Hey, do you mind posting a review yeah, on Andrew's here's list my for QR me? Code. Hey, here's my QR code for my Google reviews. Hey, here's my Instagram. Do you mind sharing this on yep. any of your platforms or your Facebook? That's where you need to get the traction, is identify areas that are low cost marketing or legitimately free marketing. In this day and age, you see, I mean, there's so many videos that pop up all the time. There's people yeah. just cutting grass, or they're cutting down a tree, or they're doing hedge trimming, and, and it's like that—that that engaging. That's another thing. You ed- could
1: even throw a GoPro on, start a TikTok channel. Exactly, and you're going to make
0: money off TikTok. Live streaming too. Yeah. Like you could be live streaming all day. So those are the areas that you're identifying right off the bat because at the beginning it is going to be your working seven. There again, there's no cheat code. You're, no. Like no matter what you decide to do, it's not easy. Like the reason why we picked this is because. It's familiar to us. We both worked like in manual labor, so like I could see myself going right. and doing that, especially <laughs> we, in our area. We
1: say all the time if we're down to our last ten k, literally, this if, is what we're doing. This is what
0: we're doing because, like, again, I'm I'll be tr- fully transparent. Like, yeah, some people they're good at like e-commerce, or they could like do yeah. the Amazon FBA. Like, I don't really That's know that us. market. One no. thing I know how to do is work extremely hard and, and talk I, to people and talk to people. Yeah. So I could sell myself and I could work extremely hard. So I feel like this is where we would go. So. Yeah. Okay, so we identified like where we're going, target market wise. Um, one of one of us is selling, one of us is grinding. Yep. Now we're at the point where, like, you're it feels st-
1: like me and you will probably like flip flop halfway exactly. through the day, and, and like I, eight hours and eight hours. Correct. Especially in the summertime, the sun's up at five thirty and yep. it's setting at nine. Yeah, you need to be knocking doors from five thirty and working to yeah. nine every day. So
0: now we're at the point where, let's say, a month or two in. And we've actually accumulated so much business because we've been door-knocking. Now we have 100 lawns. And this is
1: a a seven-day-a-week
0: job. Yes. You're doing this every single day. Yes. But you have 100 lawns, let's say, and we're doing maybe – we, we've had some people reach out to us. Hey, do you do mulch? Oh, of course we do mulch. That's another thing. You're never turning down any no. business that they say. They ask you to clean your pool. You're cleaning the pool. <laughs> right like, now you're and you now offer pool that a Exactly. Service. Yeah. So
1: the amount of people that turn down business saying that oh that's not my specialty or oh I don't have a solution for that rather than finding a solution for it, we now have you know, five, six different companies. And yeah. they've all started from solving a problem for our customers. Exactly. There's clients that needed help with a problem. And we've created a way to solve that problem at scale. That's what business is. You're exactly. solving problems.
0: So, okay, we have that. We got 100 lawns. We're rolling. We're working like dogs.
1: But we're now we're at a point now. where we're, we're at capped. our peak. We yep. can't,
0: there's no more bandwidth between the two of us. We're working so hard. What's our first step to starting to scale?
1: We're now figuring out the cost and mechanics around getting two or three more trucks so we can have two or three more crews so that me and you can do only what other people can't Mm -hmm. you in business when you're starting any business you want in the beginning you have to do everything yep you know we had a lunch today where a guy was like how did you like do it in the beginning i'm like like brother i worked just that's all i did know for years that's all it is and then like eventually you get to the point where the only activities you're doing is what nobody else knows Mm -hmm. how to do or can do at the same level as you i would find that there's probably not going to be many people that would be able to knock as many doors as we could so at that point we're looking how do we replace us from doing any manual labor so we'd go and find two or three people that are reliable and need jobs and can go and cut lawns there's No barrier to entry there. Any any man should be be able to do that, Yeah, Yeah. taught how to do that. So we're training two or three crews so that we're now spending 100% of our time knocking as many doors as possible. And then uh, our next move from there is trying to develop the amount of recurring revenue to get three, four, five, six, seven dudes knocking doors all day Mm -hmm. and building out a service department at the same time because, again – you know, you have to retain the business you have to where if there's 50 of your 100 clients are calling in because they have questions they need to move the cut and you're not calling them back, you're going to start losing customers left and right. Yeah. So it's like, again, you have to be systematic about how you grow in each step of business because you have to be able to take care of the people you already have before you can keep bringing more on. But at the same time, you need to keep bringing more on to pay for the staff that takes care of what you have. Yeah. So like, there's no easy answer in and just doing it myself in other industries, the only answer is the first couple of years, you're only going to work. You don't get to have hobbies or do anything else. Like that's what it takes or you, or you fail, you know, or you stay small. Those are the other two options, which I was not interested in either. Yeah. So,
0: and another good point to like what you said about when you're scaling any business, especially with this, that scaling process in terms of the, tasks that you're doing on a day-to-day basis should always be changing because you should always be replacing somebody else that can be doing something that you're doing so that you can focus on something higher Higher level level. every single and chris crown he it's a great quote that he always says like would i I look at what i did last year and i make sure that i'm not doing it this year because if you're doing the same thing the year before like if you're doing the exact same thing you haven't outsourced a single thing you're stuck you're not growing so like you need to identify as you're growing, let's say, this business and whether it be door knocking or whether it be like the number one thing you need to do is you need to get off the mower. Like that's the number one thing <laughs> yes. to do. Like you get off the tree or off the tree or like, yeah. like like not trimming hedges, whatever it needs to be. You need to get off of that, because when you need to be focusing on is number one, you need to train people who yep. can do it because, again, your quality has to stay high. Yep. Like if your quality drops, then everything else starts to drop off. So you need to train people first that you're going to be involved in that. The next thing that you should be doing in my opinion, is you're teaching your salespeople how to sell your company. You need to be portraying the value that you want them to portray to the random people that they're knocking on the door or whatever it may be. However, now your marketing has scaled at that point, but you need to be managing your sales team to be the most effective salespeople so that they're driving more people to the business that, to the trained people that you have, let's say cutting grass or cutting down trees or whatever it may be doing overall landscaping. You need to get, and that's the hardest part for people, is to get off of what they're doing in, in any industry and be able to let go. Yeah, because some it's hard because you're like, you obviously like we loved what we like we love what we do, and like two years ago we were doing stuff completely different yeah. and we're we more client facing, and then you evolve more onto the business side, and it's tough sometimes to get out of that. But like in order for yourself to get to that next level and to provide more opportunity for people to bring into your organization, you. Got to get off the mower. Or yeah. You got to get out of the tree.
1: Like I said in a follow-on follow episode, I want to put it on a T-shirt. In order to grow, you got to let go. Yeah, You got to keep letting go of things that you used to do and find good people to take those on. But you have to get into areas that are outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Like all the time now, I'm very uncomfortable with what I'm doing on a daily basis, which means I'm in a good spot. Mm-hmm. If I'm coming in every day and I'm extremely comfortable and just like, chilling and complacent where I'm at then like that means we're in you know, a really rough shape mm-hmm. if, that, if that's the circumstance like everybody in whatever their role is should feel uncomfortable and then you know you're in a good spot Yeah, because if you're totally comfortable then you're not getting better you're not doing something more you know Something that has more weight to it with your time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I think that the biggest thing is guys can't, like you said, get off the mower, off the tree, or out of whatever it is that they do on a daily basis. There's a lot of companies we've dealt with and industries we've dealt with where the owner of the company can't let go of the daily tasks and they're Mm -hmm. still in that day in and day out. And that's why they never actually turn into a business. They're more, that's why they stay small. You know, everyone is always trying to figure out how we've scaled so large so fast. And, again, I think it comes back to one of the first things we talked about, and it is having no ego because people think that they're the best at mowing that lawn or Mm -hmm. they're the best, you know, welder or they're the best dentist or anything, and they can't let go of the skills that made them successful initially to try to prop up other people and build up other people to be better than them. They just want to be the best practitioner of whatever it is they are, and that's ultimately what holds you back. Yeah, But to – circle this whole thing back around I think that there are hundreds of things you can do with ten thousand dollars if you're willing to take massive action which means working 15 16 hours a day every single day seven days a week for months on end you know if you're in a big city and you know there's really no lawns to mow mm-hmm. you could wash windows yeah it's same thing but I'm imagining the the upfront cost is way less yeah for you know two-story or three-story townhouses which there's tens of thousands in New York City, you door knock, say, hey, I'll clean your windows for $30. Yeah. It's like there's always going to be something you could do. We met a guy, I can't remember how long it was ago, but he scaled his business and all he did was paint lines on parking lots. Yep. He literally had a flyer in a magazine and he saw, you know, it was a buy one, get one free for a case of, you know, marking paint. And he was like, oh, that's something I could do. Now he has something like 120 trucks Mm -hmm. around the whole northeastern U.S. that are painting parking lots. And he started it just door-knocking companies. Hey, I'll paint your parking lot for $40. Yeah, Like there's a million ways if you have enough desire and, you know, passion about wanting to move your life forward. All it takes is massive execution and a whole lot of discipline to keep doing it every single day. And you're going to be successful in whatever you decide to do. And it's identifying your skill set, too. Yeah. Like, you, that's you got to be in touch with who you
0: actually are as an individual. Like, yeah. are you a really good marketer? OK, like, why don't you go start some type of digital marketing company? Yeah. You go make You're passionate about making websites or like you're passionate about doing Google or Facebook ads or something like that or managing social media. Yeah. DM a thousand people that you see, or go door knock a thousand businesses in your area. Hey, I I, I want to manage your social media. I'll do it for free for the first month. I'll build you this website for the first month. If you if you like it, then we can get on a payment plan. Like yep. this is what my payment structure is. Like go to people and add value. If you are like if you're starting from nothing, what do you you don't have anything nothing to, to lose. lose. Like you don't have anything to lose. If you go to a business and say, hey, I'll make you this website for free. And if you like it for the first month and you want to keep the rights to it and you want me to continue to expand upon it, like, okay, now it's going to be $500 a month or whatever it's going to be. Bet
1: on yourself and put in some upfront work. Exactly.
0: Like sometimes you're going to have to put in some work and like eat shit for the first little bit and not get paid. Like it's not, you're not going to do this and then you're going to be a millionaire next year. Like you're probably going to have to eat shit for a little bit. So just identify your skill set. find out, like you need to be in touch with yourself of like, what am I good at? What... Is what are my skills, and then how do I take my last bit of money and put it in all into something that I can use my skill set to the highest ability? That's what you need to be like. That's what you need to figure out, and then you need to take massive action yeah. and be consistent and disciplined to it.
1: Hundred percent. I think that hopefully people get a lot of good tips and nuggets out of everything mm-hmm. we talked about, and can apply and apply it to what, like you said, whatever you have a skill to do, and then figure out a way to make money. Like again. So many people I talk to sit and spend all their time planning and mm-hmm. thinking about something. That, well, if you're down to your last 10 grand, you have no time to think. Like you're going to watch that go to zero over yeah. the course of what, depending on whatever your expenses are, you know, one, two, or three months. You're going to watch your money go to zero or you're going to put it all out there on the line and just spend it and put it into yourself and try to make something of yourself. Because the. You know, the risk of failure is there no matter what you do. And I would say putting the money into yourself is a way better investment than just giving it to the electric company for another three months while you mm-hmm. sit and apply for jobs. Just yeah. like make it take a chance and just go out there and get after it. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully, um, you know, people, if you have questions like let's say you're that guy and you have your last 10K and you're you know trying to decide between two things, DM us you know, like reach out to us, comment, comment, whatever it is. And we'd love to engage with you on this. We love business. This is our life. So just DM, comment, whatever email. And, you know, we'll give you our 30, you know, 30 seconds on what we think you should do and how you could do it. And we might even be able to help you. Yeah. Like send us any business ideas you got. Yeah. Like that. We love, you know, we'd love to work with you potentially for sure. Awesome. Awesome. We'll see you next time.